Hello everyone, welcome back to Music from the Curator's Chair. I'm your host Scott, and this today is ironically enough, not the tenth year anniversary it's not the tenth year anniversary. It isn't the exact day of the anniversary of when BDI released their first album. Different gears still speeding in 2011, but they did release it this year, and it is a few months late. I didn't realize it until now. I decided to do this a couple like a couple months late, I know. Don't judge me. I'm I'm doing my best. I just thought I'd do a little retrospective on BDI, the band that was formed after Oasis split in 2009 with Liam Gallagher on vocals, Gam Archer on guitar. I think they had Jeff Wooten, who was filming on Gorillaz with on the bass guitars. They had Gam Archer, Andy Bell, and Chris Sherrick all doing their duties: drums, bass, guitars, all that good stuff. I don't recall which one did which anymore right now. I could check now, which would probably be a little bit of a bad thing, but whatever. It's spur of the moment podcasting at its finest. This is how I kind of do it. Sometimes I have to do research at the same time. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Who knows? But BDI was only around for realistically a couple of years before they split. They only lasted maybe... mm, Five years. They only did two albums together. Yeah, Liam Gallagher, Gam Archer, Andy Bell, Chris Sherrick, Jay Meller. They were all a part of the band. And the band members were as follows Liam Gallagher, lead vocals, Gem Archer, lead and rhythm guitars, Eddie Bell on rhythm and lead, sometimes bass, Chris Sherrick on drums, Jay Meller for the last little bit. 2013 to 2014 on bass. They had Matt Jones on keyboards and Paul Arthur, which was Bonehead, I believe on the lead guitar in 2013-2014 for some of the stuff that they did. But their first album, I don't have a copy of for some reason. My my copy is no longer available on my phone for some reason. I'm not deciding to purchase it again. Which kind of bites. It's not there, but whatever. I couldn't do anything about that, so I decided to do their second album, which is their very last. Which kind of sucks they only were around for like two albums, that was it. Like, it, it sucks. But you know what? I decided to go from beginning to end with it. And this is an album I like. I don't mind Different Gear Still Speeding, but there's half the tracks after the fourth, out, fourth track, I just don't like at all. And I feel bad. I didn't want to just talk about half an album. So I decided to go with the fact that I like this album a little bit more and I can listen to a lot more of the tracks. The first track, Flick of the Finger, oh my god, did it sound just so amazing. It just starts out like with some spoken word person saying, say what you believe. And then it just comes in with the guitar and drums and it gets more and more intense. And then by the time the actual singing begins with Liam, it's just, I don't know. There's no chorus to it, which is nice, but there is a bit of a spoken word bit near the end of it that talks about like, don't believe what you read in the news, all that good stuff, because sooner or later, these scientists are going to find weapons that they can use with just one flick of their finger to just tear you all into millions of pieces and just, just, just kill you, basically. The next song is Soul Love, which is a little bit longer. It's a five-minute, like, it's one of their longest ones on this album, I believe. Yes, it's very slow, but it's got a nice little, like, psychedelica sort of feel to it it's very smooth doesn't have this feeling of like let's just jam out and just go nuts it doesn't have that 
the next like and it's very just well done like the production on this album is very well done it was produced by the band and uh dave satek 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 i'll find out later doesn't matter but um yeah and the next song because a lot of these ones are all written by the band with unless uh said otherwise and i had the deluxe version of this i don't have the japanese deluxe version so that's a different story altogether but i have the deluxe version so i'm gonna be going through all the tracks i should mention that are in this and the next one on this is face the crowd which was like i mentioned not bad it was very garage rock punky sort of feel to it i like it's very fast very quick on the trigger good it's solid it's something i can listen to again and again the next one is second bite of the apple this is one of their uh singles that they released for the album which for the longest time i didn't like whatsoever now i've kind of started to go to like it a little bit more but uh overall it's a solid it's a solid good way to get through the album pretty quickly then we get to the very neo-psychedelica Soon Come Tomorrow, which isn't bad. But it's not one I could say I listen to all the time. Is Right, which is I-Z, R-I-T-E, for whatever reason. I don't know why it's spelled that way. I'm not going to complain. It's just how it's spelled. Not bad, if I'm honest. It's definitely a song that I can find myself just jamming out to when it's on random just like if i'm going for a jog or something that that's gonna be on my playlist god i hate playlists i'm not gonna go on a tangent about playlists at all like everyone but i really don't like using them i don't like using them because some of the times that i have to use one it's not even truly curated and it makes me sick i like music but I want to hear something I want to listen to and I want to enjoy it. This is why I don't use Spotify. Because I don't need 10 million playlists of the same song being remixed. Whatever though. Moving on. I'm just saying it's definitely another one that's kind of got a weird... Not even really weird, but definitely a different sound to it. That it's... Predecessor songs on this album. And it's definitely one that's kind of got a almost very early oasis roll with it sort of feel to it and then the next two songs don't bother me and shine a light i'm not the biggest fan i'm not the biggest fan of uh shine a light don't bother me is not too bad but i don't like shine a light at all just first beginning and but like i do kind of like how it starts to get very um indian eclectic with the sitar riffs it sounds like they're in there but i don't know if that is sitar or not it might be might not be but it has a nice sound to it that's nice and then ballroom figured is also pretty good too if i'm honest i guess the last two tracks on the basic part of it because are about mm, about four more Something like that, yeah. There's a, a couple more, but to start anew is the last one that's written by Noel, like Liam Gallagher. The first one that's written by him is well, with the rest of the band. Gam Gaminati wrote Flick of the Finger with him, and he did Soul Love, and then he does Don't Bother Me, Shine a Light, and Start Anew. The rest is like all by everyone else. But 
Starting new sounds very good. It actually does sound truthful because that's what the band had. That's what BDI was. It was basically Oasis 2.0. They started anew. And that's what I like about the lyricism in this. It does make it sound like they want to actually start fresh. And they try to. With the exception of Liam, who just decided to just, for years, at least a decade now, still just rip into his brother on social media because he's the reason why Oasis split. Well, you know what? At the end of the day, they could have just done the last gig on their tour in 2009 and no one like, it's still been dreadful. But it still could have happened. Oh, nice. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I just saw something pass me by, which was a classic. Mini Cooper. Everyone, I'm sorry. Keep on. I have to remember everyone. I'm not ladies and gentlemen anymore. I gotta stop doing that. But the next couple of tracks, Dreaming of Some Space, is a very, very nice, psychedelic sort of sound to it. It's very good. The world's not set in stone. Also pretty good. It has a nice little bit of a... I don't know if it's garage rock, but it's definitely some progressive rock feeling to it. Maybe some psychedelic in there, but not garage at all, because this is what that album is described as. It's a mixture of rocks, like garage rock and psychedelic. But the back after the break and off at the next exit are very... Not even garage rocky, but they're both very acoustic rocky. There's no drums on um, at, back after the break that I noticed, and there's none at all for off of the next exit. I don't think at all, but they both work in their own ways to be different and eclectic, and I like that about this album. And honestly. Like, I don't mind this album if I had to give this out. Like, I really like this album. If I had to give this one as well as, uh, Different Gears Still Speeding, a, a true and utter, like, rating. Different Gears Still Speeding has songs I don't like, period. There's some songs I like on it, but half the tracks on it suck for me, personally. And I feel horrible to even mention that in such a way. Because I like Oasis. I like BDI. I like No Galaxy. I find birds. But I have to say that first album just had songs where it's just like, I don't understand. I don't know why you have this, but whatever. I would have to give that one a solid five. This album is a seven out of 10. Now, if you're a fan of Oasis and you wanted to listen to what the band kind of did after Noel left them, go check out BE by BDI. Don't check out the first one unless you want to really. Look. I don't. I'm not saying torture yourself, but if you really want to check it out, go for it. But personally, to me, that album was not that good. If I'm truly saying something about it, I didn't find it enjoyable at all. Even when I was listening to it, I didn't like it. There's a couple songs that I liked, but now, not so much. I'll listen to them, but I won't listen to the entire album in, in full anymore. It just it got tiresome for me. Well, the second album I can listen to in full and not get tired of it. There's times where I want to skip some of the songs, but I won't. But like I said, it's a seven. The other one is a five. And, well, this will be the last Music for the Curious Chair for a good while until November, at least. There are going to be two more movie reviews for Midnight Movie Confessionals coming soon. As well as uh, 
Classified Cowboy File, the Bebop Sessions are coming back this November. So I want to at least everyone, let everyone know, whoever are listening to this podcast, that's what's going to happen. For anyone that is still listening to these podcasts, thank you very much for listening to them. I want you to give my. I want to. Give, I want to have you guys give me a review on Apple. Give me a review on Spot. Like, rate it on Spotify and Apple. Wherever you get your podcasts from, this is now being streamed and broadcasts out to Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, and everywhere else you get your podcasts from. Go check them out, please. Help me a bunch if you do. But anyways, I'm sorry about going on such a tangent there i have to say the production in this album even though this album is very short if i'm truly honest the first if i don't count the bonus tracks it's less than an hour it's 50 minutes roughly if i include the ones that are on my copy it's roughly 50 54 58 an hour and four minutes it's not too long it's like it's lengthy but it's also like 15 tracks now, some of the other songs that are on the Japanese edition, I used to listen to quite a lot when I had it. But since I don't have the Japanese version anymore because of uh, Apple Music issues and whatnot, I had to get rid of it. Which kind of bites, but what can I do? There's a few problems out there that are... There's some, there's some things that are available in various parts of the, re- of the world that I can't get, that I'd like to get. But I don't want to use ExpressVPN for them. Sorry about that, everyone. There was a, a tickle in my nose that I need to get out. There's some sort of irritant. So pardon me for that. Anyways, the next review for Midnight Movie Confessionals will be coming out hopefully by the end of this month. Hopefully it's done by October 1st. If not, it'll be done a couple days later. And the next one will be No Time to Die. But the very first one, I will tell you... If I can. Okay. Sorry about that. But the very first one I will tell you. That I'll be coming back from Midnight Movie Confessionals this month. Will actually be. Um, well. I'm taking a trip down memory lane. Ladies. Like everyone. Now anyone that has ever watched this TV series. Will know what I'm talking about. But I'm going to just say. It's time to meet up with old Tony. Go down to the bada bang. Now, if you don't get that hint, ladies and gentlemen, like everyone, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to figure that out for yourself. I'm not giving you any hints. Just know, I woke up this morning, got myself a gun. Mom always said I'd be the chosen one. And now, it's time for me to wrap this review up, everyone. I hope you all are having a wonderful day. This will be out on the 17th as usual like i mentioned this was going to be b i different gear still speeding but it had to be b e or b i guess which is short for bdi b e is technically bdi i guess acronym i don't know all i know is that's what it is i gave it a seven i gave the other one their debut a five and well until next time ladies and gentlemen this is scott signing out for midnight like for Music from the curator's chair. I'm in my movie professionals. That'll be coming out very soon. End transmission.